Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 152. I'm your host Aditya and along with me, I have Abhishek. Hello everyone and a belated Eid Mubarak to everybody. And a happy Guru Parv as well, today's Guru Nanak Jayanti. Yes, and we didn't have a bank holiday because we are in Mumbai, but, but the folks who are in Delhi, Haryana, Punjab, bank holiday, anyway, of course, bank holiday plus all private offices closed. So, I hope if anyone's listening out there today had a good time. Yeah, and, and I think it is also New Year for them. So, Happy New Year as well. Yep. Did you know two days before the birthday, that is the day on, on which Guru Nanak, Sikh Guru or Guru Nanakji's birthday celebrated, they start reading the Guru Granth Sahib. It's the holy book of the Sikhs and it takes uh, 48 hours for it to be finished. Complete, yep. It's held in all Gurudwaras. And I've been to one in Nanded, which is incidentally, while I was selling air conditioners six years ago, so there is a there is second biggest Gurudwara in India. In I think we have also spoken about this before. Yep. I think so, yeah. And it's not of, Nanded, of, it's Nanded. Nadir, is it? Nadir. That's the way they call it. Sorry. And I still have to visit um, the Golden Temple. Have you been there? Nope. No, 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 I haven't. They see that it really captures your imagination as to the Golden Dome. You know, you have read about it, but it is unlike anything that you have seen. Seen it in the movies, never been there. Ah, exactly. Need to go there, need to go there. Amritsar ka visit it do hai. Uh, if any of our listeners are in the area and if are willing to host us, please let us know. Yeah, if we start, 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 stop going to Himachal every second year, then we start <laughs> visiting other places also. Exactly. There is nothing like Himachal, right? Yeah, I mean, like uh, yeah. Kash, Kashmir's loss has been Himachal's gain, hasn't it? Oh, Dharmashala, McLeod Ganj, and then there is the Spiti Valley, then there is Ladakh and Uttaranchal, Uttarakhand. Yeah. Close by, but yeah, it's all all in and around Himachal. So much to see. Yes, and since we are talking about that region, uh, let's talk about Omar Abdullah proposing to partially withdraw the AFSPA. AFSPA bole to Armed Forces Special Powers Act. Which can only have one meaning, Special Powers Act. You can shoot at sight, I guess, uh, if given the authority to do so. It's like Aptak Chappan where Nana Patekar is the boss and if he tells his subordinate to go shoot someone, he shoots him. Is that what it is? Is that, is that, it, I, I mean, more or less, more or less, right? You have summed it up uh, pretty much. So, to go a bit more into the detail about AFSPA, it was passed way back when, okay, in 1958, September 11th, 1958, me passed by the parliament, basically to give special powers to armed forces in what, you know, they call disturbed areas, quote unquote. In the states of Arunachal Pradesh, Assam, Manipur, Meghalaya, Mizoram, Nagaland, and Tripura. At that time, in 1958. Mm-hmm. However, after the conflict in Kashmir started happening, they imposed this uh, this law in Kashmir as well. And since then, it has been in effect. What it actually means is any of uh, armed uh, forces ke personnel, especially yes. army, can fire upon anybody without getting sued for or being legally held for any liability. Yep, and in fact, economic times, and this is what I quote, it says uh, in the article, the AFSPA allows military to enter anyone's house without warrants, arrest and hold people on suspicion and shoot to kill, which when I read, I didn't know that we had an act which was so powerful that 
somebody can get away with, with doing these things. But of course, it, it will come with strings attached. Well, let's not believe exactly what is printed in the newspapers. But even then, it's it's a pretty big brief, right? If you can just hold somebody behind bars without warrants on just suspicion. And if you don't have contacts, then you've had it. It's like what they showed in movies like Roja, Dil Jale, where if you are innocent, but if you are suspected of being a terrorist, and if you happen to be in the bad books of some politician, then you're doomed for like four years being beaten up in jails and then... That's what has happened to many people out there. That's why Chidambaram has also said that, you know, it's it's time for us to call this off. And yeah, and, and one of the reasons has been uh, the, 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 the act itself, the law itself is very broad and very vaguely written, right? So it says to arrest without a warrant and with the use of necessary force, again, in quotes, necessary mm-hmm. force. So necessary can be anything. And what has actually sparked off this debate as to withdrawing the AFSPA in Kashmir is the finding of these unmarked or mysterious graves in Kashmir. Around 2,156 unidentified bodies were found in these unmarked graves recently. This was as recent as 16 February 2011. And that is what sparked this whole thing. And, you know, most of these people had gone missing from from villages people say that they were picked up and then were reported missing by the armed forces. So, that's why he, Omar Abdullah is saying Kashmir is fairly stable now. Let's start talking about how do we withdraw AFSPA from Kashmir. When he said this, unfortunately, immediately three or four hand grenade attacks happened in Srinagar. Again, yeah. there were allegations from the political parties saying that army So army chief got all riled up about this saying that how can you say such a thing? Then this guy had to go out, Omar Abdullah had to go out to the army headquarters in Srinagar and say we are sorry because a comment was made by his uncle. We are sorry, you know, they shouldn't have been said. We are with the army. We acknowledge the army and what they have done for us, blah, 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 blah. But let's start talking about it. Because Russia, which is Russia, Israel, these are places where you would expect army to be Number one, an army to be number one in in terms of taking control over situations by force. And Russia right. has had a history. Even Russia is has uh, eased down on the power that it gives to its policemen. And uh, up until 2006, like you, we we have ASPA, they have something called as the Federal Security Service, uh, uh-huh. which which is given the legal power to do what they call targeted killing. So whoever is a suspect, and if the president orders him to be killed, whether he is in Russia or outside, the Federal Security Service can hunt him down, literally kill him. And they did that with uh, quite a few separatist movement leaders. One of them was, I was just reading about this guy called Aslan Maskadov. Sounds important. Yes, he was uh, He was the Chechen separatist movement's uh, head or leader. They wanted to have a separate state and all of that. And he was invited by the Russian leaders for talks, peace talks, proofs. And he was promised security at the highest level. And then what happened was a, a grenade went off somewhere a day after he was uh, promised the highest level security and he was killed. So, yeah, targeted killing, which happens with the consent of the president. So This is done by the KGB right out there. Uh, I don't know the name of the... the I think that is, yeah, that is the KGB out there, which uh, is equivalent of CIA in the US. And Putin, you know, is an ex-KGB. Oh, really? He is... Has he's some a personality. He's a huge guy. And you know, he he's a gay icon. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. 
he's a poster boy for that because he keeps on posing bare chested in all these poses holding a rifle and fishing and all this thing so incidentally the russians had uh, placed some archaeological gold mine antique pieces which were back in the whatever ex 16th century or so and he was scuba diving and he came up with those and he said hey look look what i found and he was all around the newspapers about couple of months back and later some pr guy said all right we were kidding we had planted it for putin to find out and even <laughs> i don't know if he knew it but uh, it was he keeps doing these things so that he's he's around in the people's you know memory so, so is the pr guy still around or <laughs> we haven't heard from him yet Ah uh, well, with that coming back to this Aspa thing, so we we still don't know as to what is going to happen. So the military maintains that let's not withdraw Aspa from Kashmir as yet. We will be severely paralyzed. It will handicap our ability to conduct counter insurgency operations. Is a quote from the army. However, Omar Abdullah still says, "Let's talk, guys." Right. In the meantime, just like the PR guy, Putin's PR guy, we don't know if we'll be hearing back from him or not. Similarly, we are definitely not going to be hearing back from Joe Frazier. The second greatest sporting act after Muhammad Ali in in boxing is what many people call him. He lost only four times, twice yeah. to Muhammad Ali and twice to a guy called Foreman who was about six feet three. But the have you have you read about him? It's very interesting and there's a very legendary story about uh, the third match between. Uh, oh yes, Joe the fifteenth round, right? In the fifteenth round. one of his eyes was swollen it was he was fighting mohammad ali he had cataract in the second eye and he still wanted to go up there to fight the next round and his coach or trainer he told him boss let's call it off and they called it off and then mohammad ali said that i think this is the closest that i have come to dying to on, death on yes absolutely so in the last two rounds before the the trainer threw in the towel they say that joe frazier was completely fighting blind Yeah his eyes couldn't be seen at all and in even the next day his eyes were so swollen up that he was unable to see in fact there were three fights in the 70s and the third one was called Thrilla in Manila which is supposedly the most memorable match greatest fight of all time is what they say and and just 3 years ago they had pegged another another fight called the fight of the century again ali versus fraser and that was a fraser won that fraser won that yeah right left hook which floored ali yeah, in the final round 15 rounds and have you i have never sat through an entire boxing fight i i vividly remember that i i started watching a match and then it was over before anything yeah. could happen first round knockout oh, by mike okay. tyson but you know it's it's quite interesting before the before the bout begins there is so much sledging going on it just to exaggerate it but even when the when the fight starts for example mohammad ali he was known to dance around a lot when he walks in let's say the you know the referee says all right you can you guys can start whatever the signal is then fraser started very slowly that that's what that was his strategy he was short he was 5 yeah. feet 11 so he didn't throw the punches like ali used to uh, and ali used to dance a lot and you know tire his opponent but in that particular match where ali lost incidentally because in the first 6 rounds he kept coming at ali uh, fraser and fraser kept taking all the punches and mohammad yeah. ali wondered kya ho kya raha hai yaar and he was tired <laughs> that's what that's what an obituary says on on new york times and uh, mohammad ali used the technique like you have in wwf there is there are many right. techniques in in boxing it's called rope a dope technique wherein when fraser started to hit ali as in a, one of the series of punches ali transferred his body weight onto the rope so ah. the rope cushioned the blows or what happens was when you when you pull back most of the blows are hit in the air 
but uh-huh. that didn't quite work. It worked against Foreman, another world champion, but it didn't work against Fraser. It's it's not exactly bronze. There is too much strategy. There is so much brains involved. Yeah, I know. And and this guy Joe Fraser. So talking about Joe Fraser himself, born in South Carolina, worked in a slaughterhouse, and then entered. He actually entered the boxing gym to lose weight, and that's how he then picked up. What he won 32 out of his 37 fights, including 11 knockouts and a boxing gold medal also. Yes, at the age of 20, the Olympics. Yeah. And he, in fact, petitioned President Nixon to you know, restore Muhammad Ali's belt, belt or, you know, the right to box yeah. because Muhammad Ali once did not uh, participate or he fo- did not join so the force. So he didn't force the Vietnam, the Vietnam War. Yeah. Right. They, they were staunch opponents. That rivalry is one of the greatest rivalry of any sport has seen. Yep. Fraser versus Ali. Let's move on to the next person who passed away. We've been talking about a lot of deaths in the last couple of three episodes, by the way. Not our fault. But um, Bhupen Hazarika, Assam's most revered singer, in fact, India's most revered singer, poet, music composer, actor, journalist, author, filmmaker, and more, passed away. This guy, I mean, he's not just a singer as in a singer, okay? He So he completed his BA from Banaras Hindu University in 1944, MA in Political Science 1946, then he left for New York, got his PhD in Mass Communication from Columbia University, which is like supposed to be, you know, in, in mm-hmm. one of the top programs out there. Then came back and started, entered into the arts field. He's a recipient of three national awards, all for uh, uh, Best Filmmaker, Another national award for best music composer. Was it for uh, Rudali? Because I think Dil Hum Hum Kare. No, Chameli Mem Saab is oh, the name of the oh. movie for, for music. But that was yeah, that was one of her, one of his memorable music compositions, Rudali. Mm. And there is another one which is which is keeping my mind right now. Basically, goes it's about Ganga, I believe. You, you do you know the tune? Ganga hai Man, that was authentic. That was bad. That was <laughs> sure. it's somewhere out, somewhere in the uh, somewhere in heaven. He is going what? Oh. <laughs> uh, oh my God! But rest in peace. See, this is the song that I was talking about. This is on YouTube, by the way. Ganga Behti Hokyu. Awesome song. Pretty nice lyrics. Go check it out. Mm. Just search for Bhuven Hazarika on YouTube, Ganga Beti Hokyu. Nice song. Did you also know that his ashes are now going to be taken to all the districts throughout Assam so that people can, you know, pay their last respects? And now seeing that, the Chief Minister of Arunachal Pradesh as well as Bengal, West Bengal, Mamta Banerjee, they have asked the ashes to be sent to their states as well. Because mm. West Bengal especially because he did a lot of uh, Bengali cinema. Who's the artist that will... I mean, for whom you will mourn the most? Gulzar. Gulzar, is it? Yeah, as in, in lyricist world in uh, Bollywood or Hindi film industry, if he dies, there will be a significant drop in the quality. He's written Kajrare, he's written Chaiya Chaiya, he's also written a song called Lakad from ah. Omkara. So, Omkara. And of course, he's there since Kishore Kumar days. So he'll be a big, big loss if that happens. Let's not talk about somebody who's very much alive and kicking. And let's not let's not keep his obituary ready as of now. 
So, so while while we are talking about uh, Bhupen Hazarika passing away, another singer who hasn't really passed away right now, but his death has been a mystery for a long time. And finally, the court released a verdict. His own personal physician, I'm talking about Michael Jackson here, Michael Jackson's personal physician, Dr. Conrad Murray, was found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. That is, he basically gave him too many sedatives. Now, why is it so messed up? I mean, just generally, right? It's not just Michael Jackson who has gone this road and has died this death of, you know, overdose. Heath Ledger, for example, another actor who did a phenomenal job, Joker, he was 28. And I think that's one of the best acts in terms of uh, playing playing a negative role in... in Villain being the lead. Yeah. And he died. He died at 28 because of, I think, overdose of subscription, what's it called, prescription drugs. There are so many other bands, right? Which is that a famous band whose lead singer died above a garage. Was it Creed or something like that? Um, I forget. But in, why does this happen? Is there is some sort of study might have been conducted, right? Too much pressure or is it wanting to do something else? Or is it, uh, you know, trying to get the... I mean, being a rock star itself is gives you a, 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 a high... And once that is you what have... I would love to be in the next life if I get, get, get rock a rock star. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did, did you see the adrenaline that I said? I don't even know how to play a musical instrument. Anybody <laughs> who's who's done it would know the adrenaline rush that he gets when he stands there and people root for him. I'm sure that must be a. What sort of an instrument would you play? Guitar, man. <laughs> easy. <laughs> it's, 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 port- it's portable. It's easy. All you need is a pick. It's easy to show yeah. off. You mean? That too. That you can carry it around, and violin is too difficult to you know learn. You, Guitar, you I've heard still it carry it around. I yeah. mean, you know, people don't need to know that you don't know to play that. You can <laughs> yeah. still carry it around. So, right. anyways, those were the topics that we had before we go into our concluding remarks. Let me thank Rolwin Lewis, who has donated some money to us, some paisa to us, and he has also sent us a note saying that I want to set up this donation amount as a recurring ma- monthly payment. I don't see the current setup enabling me to do this. And no, we are not making this up, are we? I, I'm not. Seriously. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know. yeah. So, so and I think you are uh, one of our m- most primitive listeners. And now wanting to pay us also on a monthly basis. It keeps us in check, I think. Yeah. He doesn't trust his money with us given at one shot. Mm-hmm. So he wants to stagger it. It's like parents giving pocket money. Yep. But all you listening, all you guys listening out there, please, please donate if not monthly, once in a while at least. It's good fun. <laughs> to, at least to get the money. Get the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Rolvin, I will definitely go ahead and set up this recurring payment thing. We are always happy to take money from people. So. And you know, uh, we still haven't given uh, Rolvin his T-shirt that we had promised back in 2005 or 2006. I haven't. I, we, no, we haven't. I don't think we have. Have you, Rowland? If you're listening, just tell us if we have. I don't think we have. We just said we would, but I think it was a cricket match. We were running a bet, and I think he had answered it correctly. And the stackers that we are, we we didn't. We, I, I, we we were just fresh out of college, so we weren't earning enough, I guess, and we didn't we didn't you know pay enough attention to all these things. Like yeah, I think we should do that now. We should, but we should. not that we earn a lot, but still. So <laughs> exactly. That's about it, guys. Keep donating. Go, please log on to www.theindicas.com to do that. You'll see a donation box there. Put in any amount that you want. 
uh, you know recurring amount i'll set it up as well if you want to leave any comments on whatever we have spoken about uh, please log on to www.theindicast.com again or don't forget to join us on our facebook page follow our twitter id which is indicast um or kya follow me on ac mahatri as well abhishek kumar at twitter i'm generally not there but i i do i do read one question to you how do you know how do you tweet so much man how, why is there so much to say it's, it's no i mean I, I would love to know i would love to know the art of tweeting i, I tweet random wonder, things yeah. man i tweet, i really tweet random things mm-hmm. for example let let me let me see what my last tweet was okay my last tweet was do mosquitoes ever sleep that was my last tweet it was too much thinking i thought so i just don't do that no, yeah, exactly you are just overthinking it just, <laughs> just send your thoughts out that's it right i'll keep that in mind Let, let's let's see if i have a few more tweets than now in the next episode so keep listening that's about it yeah. bye bye